Good morning, good afternoon, or and a, good, a big welcome to whoever you're listening or whenever you're listening to episode 210 of Tree Talk with myself, Jack Neville, and Matt Callan of the Weekly Observer and Vale Star. Again, another action packed episode to get through. Last weekend, we obviously had a, a Munster final involved in it there. We had the Limerick Senior Camogie final, two sides in Munster Club action. And again, this weekend, we have three Limerick sides in, in Munster Club action. And we also have the Premier Hunter. 21 hurling final as well as the junior B final so stay tuned for all that and more impression the game you get old with what you put into it's like a walk of life if you're good enough go out and get it no more about it but not so much control in the centre of the field from Phil Kenny as Richie Bennett sends it high and over the bar your mother sends you down to the shop for a pound's worth of goods and she gives you 50 pence you can't get the pound's worth of goods can you just about kept in oh well Charlie Buckley Give that to Tommaso Shea. He deserves to score from here. One of the highlights of the second game. Let me out there from the World Court today. No more about him. They made all the run. That was it. Put the ball over the barrel. The fact of it. And that's it. No ifs, no buts. Is there much time left? No sympathy in this game for anybody. Good morning, Matt. I suppose we're recording a bit later this week. You had a, a few Good days morning, rest. Jack. How are you? You had a few days rest. Well needed. Oh, badly needed, Jack. Badly needed. Um, you know, we kind of sort of a hectic weekend last weekend, and um, like we did. Well, in reality, we're after a, a few hectic months, as you know yourself. Yeah. And. Um, Really, really looking forward now, now to a, a hectic weekend again. Um, like um, I was just reflecting on it. Um, it's 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 so marvelous, like to 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 see how our our um, our county champions are doing in 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 provincial fair. Um, like the wins last week for Castleman and the Pearshick were were fantastic, and like we we we've we've three mouth watering hurling semifinals this weekend. Um, now Limerick are coming in at the semi-final stage, as you know, they got to buy to the semi-final by virtue of being in the All Ireland final, and I suppose that 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 hands us, and I know we'll be talking about it at length later, and um, that hands a small bit of an advantage to um, uh, to their opponents on the weekend. But I, I'd, I'd be quite confident, Jack, that when, when we'll reflect this day week or whenever on on the um, on on the happenings of the coming weekend that that we 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 will probably have a very positive. I'd be hopeful that we have a very positive message to re, to report. Yeah, a lot of intriguing games to be had to. But I suppose we'll we'll start on a sad note with, with the passing of a, of a Limerick Gale in Tony Roach. Obviously, gave huge work um to Limerick Gale and especially an underage level and you know a real backbone of the success that Limerick have had in recent years. To be fair to him. Absolutely, Jack. It's 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 a very 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 sad day for the for the association in Limerick. Very very sad day for his club, Black Rock, and the whole Limerick GA family. Um, like Tony Roach, um, he gave absolutely, you know, in a short um, uh, few comments like this, it's very very hard to quantify the amount of the contribution that he made during his lifetime. Tony started off, um, uh, he, by, he played in the All-Ireland Minor Final in 1963. When Limerick were beaten in that All-Ireland Minor Final, it was the highest scoring minor final in history. And 
They were beaten by a Tony Dorn-inspired Wexford side. And um, he, you know, for I, I have no doubt that he would have made a huge contribution to the Limerick senior hurling team um, back in the day, were it not for, he, he spent a number of years in Australia. Um, um, I suppose it was pioneering in itself that time that, that he should go to Australia. It's something now that's commonplace every day, but he went to Australia. But once he came, he never lost his connection or his love for the GAA. And when he came back, he immersed himself um, um, with Black Rock and um, with all things GA. But, uh, you know, Tony Roach was, a, in my opinion, he, he was a visionary because um, he hurted as much as everybody else that Limerick hadn't won an All-Ireland since 1973. And um, he, he, was, he needed very little convincing that the way forward was from the bottom up and to start at the very bottom. And um, he, he, he was a very, very straight talker. And um, rather than talking about it, Jack, he went and did something about it, um, which, is, which is to his eternal credit. And um, it, it, it is, it is um, winning four All-Irelands in the last five years is, 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 is part of Tony Roach's legacy. Um, because he, he needed very little convincing about um, lifting the treaty. He needed very little convincing about the value of academies. Anything that was for the betterment of, of, of Limerick Hurling and Limerick GAA, Tony Roach needed very, very little um, convincing about it. And just he, he embraced anything that he thought was for the betterment of Limerick GAA. And like he gave years of service um, as, as chairperson of, of um, Limerick Board and Oak, vice chairperson, and uh, that bloody uh, five-year rule, you know, um, robbed him of longer service. It didn't rob him; it robbed Limerick, you know, of of, of a true leader. Um, and um, he he went on and he 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 served in the county board. Now, um, you know, he he Tony Roach was involved up to about two or three years ago, um, when his health failed him somewhat, and. Um, it must have been a great sense of pleasure to him to see um, the the um, how the Limerick how Limerick have failed fared in the last five years, because he he was involved um, as I said with Born and Oak for so many years, but he was involved in a myriad of Limerick underage teams and in their preparation and ensuring that they got the best of preparation and um, you know his his whole world was about. Um, uh, getting young players and ensuring that they got every opportunity to to be the best they could, and um, and he's he's it's a desperate loss, um, you know. First of all, to to Mary and his sons and daughters and and his extended family, but a huge huge loss. I just Jack, I couldn't quantify in this shot three times. I just couldn't quantify the the contribution that he made, um, and and and. Um, and and the loss he is to 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 the GA family and 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 to the GA organisation in Limerick. Jack, we've lost the legend, we've lost the titan, we've lost the truly great man. Yeah, sincere condolences to the whole family. But as you said, there the legacy will, will live on through his work that he pursued throughout his life. Um, moving on from that, and I suppose we'll start with last week's games, Matt. And you know, after a lot of near misses in the last few years, we got. 
a first Munster champion in a good few years with Adair beating Bricky Rangers in the Junior Camogie final. Um, I know you followed them closely all year. And we did say last year when they won the Junior that they weren't going to stop there and they've added intermediate Limerick honours to their ranks. But, you know, a Munster Championship has proved elusive for Limerick teams in recent years. But Adair, like, finally got over the line for, for Limerick side and, you know, thoroughly deserved their win over Bricky Rangers. Yeah, Jack, and I, I suppose it's coming in the aftermath of the bitter disappointment. Um, I, I, I'm talking in the ladies' context now, you know, which, as you know, have a great affinity for um, for their games. <coughs> the losses of Ula, the heartbreaking losses of Ula and Monaghan in 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 the um, in their respective uh, football provincial finals. But um, look, um, it, it, it this is this is a fantastic day for a day. Uh, first of all, a fantastic day for. Um, uh, for them Rikomogi. Um <coughs> because Jack, apart from um, winning the Limerick Championship and apart from winning the Monster Championship, which is absolutely huge, and um, um, but what we are seeing, Jack, under our eyes, is the emergence of a very, very potent, strong force in Limerick Komogi, which can be served nothing but for good go, go, going forward, because. Um, I saw him at junior level there this last year. I saw him in the county final. Thought there was huge potential there. Thought that um, that, that that wasn't the end of the road for that team. Wasn't um, I think we flagged it at the start of the season that they were the team to watch. Um, yeah. they, 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 they proved us right um, in the Limerick Intermediate Championship and they've gone on and they have won the Munster Championship. Now, they're the first team from Adair, Jack, to win a provincial championship. And they're the first team from Limerick to win the Munster Junior Championship. Now, there were a couple of near misses along the way. Krakora came near to winning it um, about five years ago, and the Piercic, um came near to winning it, but they are the first to get over the line. Now, of course, we've had seen a success in, in, in the past in, in Munster Club Camogie with um, Bally Grand, Granabalangari, Croke and Finney have all won it in the past, but this is a landmark uh, victory. A breakthrough victory, and um, it, it 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 was a victory that was very very richly deserved, Jack. And um, four point victory at the end of the day, Jack, does not reflect the superiority that a dare uh, that a dare enjoyed in 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 that game. And um, uh, I suppose you know for something to work on. Um, uh, like they, 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 they just did not put Bricky Rangers away and um, they, they, they allowed them st stay, keep battling at their heels kind of sort of thing. Now, they had got a goal in after 45 seconds. <coughs> now, they were without the influential figure, two times all-star with Galway, Ashley Connolly, who, who cried off with an injury before the game and Aideen Houlihan came on and she, she, uh, she was named... As, as her replacement, and she got a goal after 45 seconds, which was the ideal start. <coughs> but Jack, in, in fairness, on the remaining hour, it was a lead they never looked like losing. Hmm. And and that that's that's the that's the point I, I'm making. That um, um, now they they did have a couple of opportunities to get a, a a second goal. I you know there was far more action in front of the Bricky Rangers goal than there was. Um, down at the other end, but what I've seen about it there, Jack, um, uh, through the Limerick Championship and onto the Munster Championship, 
that the, the, the measurable improvement is continuing. And now they go into an All-Ireland series and I'd be quite confident, Jack, that they're going to acquit themselves very, very well because um, they have a very, very balanced side. Um, if, 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 you, if you look down straight down the middle, take take Grace McNamara as a fullback, hugely experienced. Sophie O'Callaghan, the form of her life, she's the captain at centre-back. What can we say about Creva Costello that hasn't been said before? Seven points in a Munster final. The point she got at the end, Jack, um, uh, that sealed the deal was absolutely one for the ages and only a player of the calibre of Creva Costello would get. But Ashley Connolly went fully fitted, full forward. But, Jack, if you take the composition of the team otherwise, um, Paul... Paul um, Paul Neenan and Tony Dunn, who are the giant managers of the Limerick Minor Hurling team for 2023. Tony Dunn, <coughs> who was very, very involved with the um, Adair, of course. There was four of the Adair starting team eligible for minor next year. Yeah, which, of course. Which gives you a sense in the balance in the team. You have Amy Mullins, Kira Dunn, Carla Griffin, and Poppy Giltonan. And what a final for Poppy Giltonan. Two excellent points and 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 name name player of the match. It, it, it that's the stuff of dreams, and yeah. um, um. Oh look, the, the the future is 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 very bright now. They 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 have a tough task, Jack, if they're to make it to Croke Park for the sixteenth of 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 um of um of December, which December. is all Ireland club's final day. And this is something I, I would have a certain beef with him, uh, Jack. <coughs> they now play a quarterfinal in London um, on next Saturday at 12 o'clock. And um, it's going to be a very, very busy day for Creva Costello, who, who, who will make a mad dash back to Dublin for the All-Stars that night. And wish Creva the very, very best of luck. Hope she'll come home with one of those um, coveted All-Stars, which she richly deserves. And then they have an All Ireland semi final. They have to travel to Ulster, you know. So, yeah. and having played that Munster semi final, having to travel to Clare, I'll tell you, it would be a very, it's a very, very worthy Munster final to win. It would be a very, very worthy All Ireland final to win. And Jack, you, you know, I, I, I don't want to preempt anything, but the team that will be today on it will be a very, very good team. Yeah, if any, if any team. Beats them, but yeah, so obviously Limerick would have been the ultimate goal for Adair, and that's it translates into Munster then. And now they can look forward to that Ireland series, but we'll look forward to that game. Um, more it's on obviously, as you said, next Saturday at 12 o'clock in London. Um, if anyone's going, they might give me a lift, um, over across the water. But, um, you know, well, it's another thing that we can really, look, really look forward to, and I'm looking forward to it already. Is Adair's participation at senior level next year? Yeah, you know they, they've they've put a lot of sides on notice, and I suppose it's a nice dovetail into the the senior Camogie Championship um, that we did crown a winner last week. A hand beat Kalidi one thirteen to one nine. There was a late goal for Kalidi that I suppose mm. you know brought the scoreline closer, but a hand were dominant in the second half. I think it's fair to say um, you know they had Neve Mulcahy really coming to her own in the second half, but they had huge performances all over the field. Judith Mulcahy was obviously named as player of the match from centre-back. She was imperious throughout. Anya Reddell's got the goal. Um, you know, huge contributions from all over the field for Khalidi. 
probably more limited in that regard. Uh, Lisa Scanlon got the first four points of the day, and you thought, you know, there was no stopping her, but eventually a hand got a hole in her. Um, Ashton Scanlon got a goal and two points, but overall, a hand were thoroughly deserving of a first title since 2018. Oh, they absolutely, and twas, 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 um. Uh, the hold they got on her was that they cut off the supply line because Judith Mulcahy thundered into the game and <coughs> absolute <coughs> and uh, excuse me Jack something in my throat but um, her co-joint captain um, Noreen Flanagan um, who was originally named to play centre forward but played wing back because of um, Ashling Inright cried off um, I, I thought the two of those uh, they grabbed the game by the scruff of the neck Jack uh, mm. There and they they cut off the supply, but uh, Judith Mulcahy was named player of the match, Jack, and um, and uh, I, I deservedly so, no question about it. I thought on her distribution, Jack, and you know she she got she got a very a lot of distrib- distributing to do because she got on the ball so much. Her, her distribution was absolutely first class, like and it it, it, it you know. Her, her her deliveries, her picking out her players in forward positions. I I thought, I, I I thought she was outstanding. But Jack, it was a classic example of of, of a game when you're in when you, when you're in a trench and you want to get out of it, and you need leaders. Um, uh, you know, <coughs> Judith and Co came to the fore, and and um, and a hand were very worthy winners, Jack. No question about it. Um, uh, they, they got an excellent goal through Anya Reynolds. Um, uh, she actually, you know, she capitalised on what was shoddy defending, I suppose, or um, uncertain defending by Kalidi or incomplete yeah. defending by Kalidi. But her finish was, was, was just excellent. And from that point on, um, sort of that threw the game level. And suddenly, from being four points up after five minutes, um, uh, which would be an early healthy lead in normal circumstances, um, Khalidi found themselves that they were on level terms after nine. So the the, the momentum kind of swung at that stage, and um, uh, whilst Khalidi hung in there, <coughs> by a, a hand had had captured the lead by half time. By by just a single point, but um, I, very very few. I don't think there's anybody in the ground could have argued with 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 the outcome. Um, now Kiliri lost a couple of very good players at the start of the season who went abroad. Yeah. Anya Cunningham and Neymar Cunningham, and you know Anya Cunningham would be a huge loss to any. We we saw the contribution um, that she made in 2021, not only to Kiliri but to to. Um, to um, Limerick and to, to Drum Broadford ladies footballer, you know, a great all-round player, a huge loss. But they 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 they, they regrouped and and um, uh, Kilidi are going nowhere, uh, Jack. Yeah. They're, they're they're going to be around, and you know, we're we're um, um, on you to take the return um, journey on a permanent basis, and um, it, it certainly would be a ma- ma- major major boost. But um, I'm a small bit disappointed, Jack, that a hand didn't get the opportunity to benchmark themselves and test themselves in the waters of Munster Championship. Yeah. <laughs> I know, you know, um I I I I 
I think there would have been nobody's pushover, Jack. Um, no, def definitely not. From from, from what from, from what I saw, um, and um, of course we spoke about Quebec Costello in the in the junior game, but um, the performance of Neve Mulcahy was was just phenomenal as well. She has she's lost none of the appetite for the game, Jack. Even though she's after being two years away from it, and um, ah, look, you know. If 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 you're a team there starting out at the start of the year and you 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 you're handed the boost of a player of the caliber of, of Neve Mulcahy um coming coming into your squad, you know, that's that's the tide that lifts all boats, Jack. You know, because Yeah, I think uh, she got nine nine on the day. Um a lot of those came in the second half and it was a real third yeah, quarter surge from a hand to just pull away because it was nip and tuck in the first half, but it was really pulled away in the third quarter. You know, apart from the nine points, she was she, she was such a threat. You know, um, she, putting the putting players, uh, defenders all over the place because that she, she had to be pleased. You know, she, oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, she had to she had to be she had to be double map Jack. Let's face it, you know. Yeah, and, and she, she still got her know, scores. She, she's so clever and she's such an instinct for the game and. Uh, you know, she moved around and with menace all the time. You know, so look, the, the, her scoring, uh, the, the score that she contributed nine points that that was only part of her contribution. Jack, her overall contribution was 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 first class. Yeah, and also on <laughs> then as well. Even outside of all her distributing and just general defensive play, she got she got up for a point as well. You know, at a crucial time when uh, hand weren't going great, so. Thoroughly deserving for a hand disappointment course, again. You know, we're, we're forgetting to mention the the third sister, Claire, who Claire Cronin, who who was who was back at at, at um uh, back on the team at fullback. She's back this year as well. So if you if you get two All Ireland winners uh, back into your team, that that's absolutely huge because the Mulcahy's formed the 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 left flank of the Limerick defence in twenty fourteen. When we won the All Ireland Intermediate Championship, um, Judith was left full back and Claire was left half back. Um, yeah. And of course, Neve opened the, opened the forwards. And um, but overall, it was a very very good performance by a, 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 by a hand. They, they 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 have a number of young players coming through. Um, Abby Morahy is 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 on the Limerick Minor team for next year and Limerick Minor squad. And um, they, they did quite a lot of very, very good young players. And, and, and um, you know, it, to, 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 have, uh, to have players of the caliber of the Mulcahy's, to nurture them along and bring them along, um, it, it, it augurs very, very well for the future of a hand, Kamogi. Yeah, it definitely does. And I suppose for Khalidi, disappointment to get to the final again and lose, that's two years in a row. But they'll, they'll be back again and they'll be hoping they have a few more players in tow. But... Congratulations to Han, um, thoroughly deserving of their win in the Limerick Senior Camogie Championship. Also last week, so before we get into this week's weekend's games, we had two Munster Football Championship games um, involving Castleman and the Piercing. Firstly, in the Piercing, we're in Kilmallock against Rowan Moore of Waterford. Um, double score winners, 2-10 to 1-5. Pretty comprehensive, but we had we had kind of hoped that, or thought that the Piercing would probably have too much. You know, they're they're a fine footballing side. Only spent one year in intermediate. No real surprises there that they came through their Munster quarterfinal. I know, no, no, Jack. In, in in fairness, I think we it was expected and we we expected it. 
but the, when, when you're going into Munster Championship, um, it's it, it's 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 to a certain degree, Jack. It's a trip in. <coughs> excuse me, a trip in, into the unknown. You know. Yeah. And yeah. Um, um, you you can never say these things for definite because um, what you're trying to do is assess the standard of of the game in the county that 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 um, uh, the, the club you're facing was you know won that championship. Um, but I, I, I think in the Piercek won it very, very comprehensively. Like and um, um as I said, um we fancied in the Piercek maybe from the start um to win the Limerick Championship. I, I went off him, I have to say during the campaign, and I only went off him because of um the the the, the, the manner in which their their um group phase was 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 run. I felt it was to their detriment. And that you know everybody else got five games; they only got three because they got two walkovers. But I'm, 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 Jack, I promise you, I'm not going to bring that up anymore. Okay. But um, you know, it's 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 something that rankles with me because you know when, when you're playing in an intermediate championship and in any, any county, you expect a level playing field, and that would be that you get the same number of games. But look, they've withstood all that. They've beat they have beaten Mungret in the uh, county semi-final. They have beaten from Color in 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 the um, in the county county final, and now they have beaten Ron Moore in the Munster quarter final, and I would be pretty happy that they have a very very strong chance of beating Balna in the Munster semi final. And I know we'll we'll be pre- previewing it next weekend. Yeah, and we'll look at, we'll, I, I, we'll look ahead I think, to that game. Uh, I think a Munster final may very well be beckoning, beckoning from the Piercing in in football, and we'll talk about hurling in a minute. Yeah, it's was a very busy week to be um, from the Piercing. But yeah, we we'll look forward to their. Uh, their Munster semi-final next week. They might have a Munster final already. Look forward to it at that stage. But obviously the other side in action was Castle Mahan. They beat Shamrocks in Coolyroo, uh, 118 to 212. A real brilliant game of football. I was there myself. Uh, no string of sweepers. <laughs> Defending was very limited. Real, real attacking football. Seamus Flanagan scored 1-5 and the video of his goal is doing the rounds, but each of his scores were as good as that. Alan Roach was brilliant. As well with eight points, um, good win for Castleman, but all the talk coming out of it, and I think it's fair to say for most of us as well, is the impending trip of the Cliffords to West Limerick next week. Mm-hmm. Firstly, on Castleman's win, you know, brilliant win for for Limerick, but you know, there's that there was that caveat of potential of bringing the Cliffords, and they secured that win. Absolutely, Jack. But you mentioned sweepers there, and you you know my feeling about sweepers that the only place for sweepers is in a broom closet, no place else. <laughs> um, but um, uh, it's absolutely fantastic. But uh, to get the result was one thing. To get the result, but but <coughs> excuse me, Jack. Sorry about that cough. A touch of a cough. No COVID anyway. Tested negative yesterday. But good, good, um, good, good, good. But um, you know what the what the fallout of it is, i.e., an impending visit of possibly the greatest footballer of a generation. If you know, I, I see people mentioning the greatest footballer of all time. Um, I I probably I I, I don't know if I'd agree hundred percent with it, but I I did go a long way towards agreeing with it. There was there was a certain Mister Cooper around, you know, at one stage, you know, which yeah. would be a strong, strong contender for that. But um, um. Um, ah, yeah. Look, it's 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 it, it, it's happy days for Castlemahan. They 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 will be absolutely delighted. Went into the Munster Championship now. Like 
Previously, Jack, as, as we said here last week, they were involved in the Munster Championship and got to the final. And um, they played Keel in the final. And if I was to criticise Castlemahan on that particular day, I remember it well. I was at the game and I saw their three games that year. That year. They beat Drummond Inch in the first round over in the rag. They beat Cool Main in the semi-final in Kooliru. And they, they were beaten 14 points to four by Keel in the Munster final in Mallow. Because they accorded Keel too much respect, far too much respect. Um, it was a 10-point winning margin, but it wasn't a 10-point game. So... Castleman are, are, are a club, and there they, they, they were a number of players who were involved in that, who seemed to adjust to, to, to the provincial to, to the provincial championships. But of course, the, the, the thought of, of facing Fossa and Clifford Brothers like is 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 just absolutely, absolutely mouthwatering. And um, um, look, it's it's something really to look forward to. But let's not <coughs> let's not get away, and let's not forget. Four times All-Ireland senior hurling winner Seamus Flanagan, a goal and five points in the Munster Junior Football Championship, fought the final. Hard to argue with it, Jack. Very hard to argue with it. And he was brilliant. Really, really yeah. good now. Last in Castleman. He was named at 11, probably played more at full forward, but um, Paddy Clifford plays centre-back for uh, Fossa, so maybe Seamus will just um, give him something to think about and yeah. if you can get in the scoreboard early. But really... It's a free hit in a lot of ways for Castleman. The Kerry teams are always favoured in the junior, intermediate, and even the senior club championships, and, and it, rightly so. They win an awful lot of them. So we'll be talking about that game in more, but I am very excited for the visit of the Cliffords to West Limerick. Yeah, right man, I'm absolutely delighted, Jack. I'm absolutely delighted for Castleman because, as 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 I said last week, uh, they, they previously were intermediate and. Um, they, they, they went down in dramatic circumstances. They went down in a relegation final, which which they were very firm favourites to win. And, um, you know, it, it, it has taken them a couple of years to pick themselves up. And prior to being the year they were relegated, they were only beaten in the county semi-final after a replay by St. Sinans. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, it, it, it's great that they have re regrouped. And, and we're talking there about Seamus Flanagan. Alan Roach has been in the form of his life through, through the Munster Championship in the, in the county final. And did he end up with eight points last week? Eight points, yeah. I know five of them were frees, but none of them were easy frees. Um, there was a couple out near the 45. And he set up the final score as well. The the, the score to seal it, I think, was it was it Jack Condon that got that score. But it was Jack a two-point game it, yeah. and Shamrocks were attacking and Alan Roach just burst down the sideline. There was no one getting near him, even after putting in and our effort, he still had the legs to do it. So he's he was brilliant as well. But even you know, yeah, the defenders Jack, played their part. Has given tremendous, tremendous service to to to, to um, Fiona Castleman, both in hurling and football. And um, he, if my memory serves me, he, he's a survivor from the from from the monster final against Keel. I, I, I I'd be subject to correction on that, but I I have I have an idea that Alan Roach was definitely in that final. Yeah, there's, there's an awful lot of players there you could want to mention the whole Casman team, but we will look at it in depth next week. But we do have an awful lot of games to get through this week. And you talk about you know the, the excitement of having the Cliffords coming to Limerick next week. First and foremost, this week it's Napiershig versus Ballygunner. And you know, to me, this is a game that's worthy of being an All Ireland final. Now it'll never happen because they'll always have to meet in Munster, but. I can't remember the last time I was excited for a club game as I was for this. You know, there's an awful lot of 
narratives coming into this match. Obviously, Ballygunner are defending All Ireland champions. Um, the last time they played, they beat Napierstig, who was Napierstig's first ever loss in Munster. Uh, Napierstig had beaten them in two Munster finals at that stage. You know, if you name out the players on it, obviously Napierstig have a share of All Ireland winners, but Waterford bring a lot of water. Ballygunner bring an awful lot of Waterford experience to it. It's just. It has all the makings of one of the games of the year. Oh, that does doesn't a doubt about it, Jack. Um, it's it, it's it, it'll certainly be right up there with with the club game of the year, and I I have little doubt, Jack, but that 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 is how it will transpire as being one of the great club games of the year, and um, certainly um, it, it's it's very very hard to argue with um, the merit of both sides being there, like um. um Napierstig won a very, very good Limerick Championship, and and I have a sense, and at the manner in which they won the the, the county final, Jack, that they have won, won the Munster won the Limerick Championship slightly within themselves. <coughs> I, 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 I I think that 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 there may be another notch or two there, which augurs well. Of course, like without the cases last year. Um, you know, it was going to be a challenging year for Napierstig, but they have really, really grouped this year. And um, if we were in any doubt at all, Jack, about the value of the the, the, the Casey brothers to Napierstig, we're, we're left in no doubt um, with their performances in this year's Munster Championship and um, our Limerick Championship. Now, they're, they're facing the Munster Nall Island <clears throat> champions. Now, whilst Napierstig have been very, very busy through the months of September and October, in regaining the Munster Championship, um, Ballygunner had been essentially idle, Jack, because the yeah. the the, the Wadwood final was played the first week in September, and the only game of note that they've had since the only game, the only competitive game that they've had since, is a Munster semi-final with um, uh, sorry, quarter final with with Kilwan McDonough's. So. Um, you know, I, I think to a degree that that hands a certain amount of advantage to Napierstig in that they have been active week and all, all, all the time now. Um, it's up to Waterford um, to run their own business if that's how they choose to run the Munster Championship or their club championship. Um, the best to look to them, they'll probably argue that the, that the system is, 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 is working fantastic. Our, our county champions are Munster and All-Ireland champions. Um, but that might change on Sunday evening, and um, um, yeah, I can I can see by the way you're talking, you're definitely hinting towards one direction. But the only thing on that is, you know, Ballygunner kind of put Kilroan McDonald's to the sword. I think was it four nineteen to fourteen points, and Kilroan had been playing throughout, and Ballygunner didn't seem to miss a trick. And similarly, you mentioned the Pierce footballers were out for so long, and they came back and didn't seem to miss yeah. a beat either. So. You know, Ballygunner have played more recent than the Pearshig. Um, their win came a week after the Pearshig beat Kilmallow. But the only thing is, you mentioned the Pearshig kind of being in, in second or third gear. The the win against Kilmallow was their best performance. They didn't have to get to the heights they need to, that they will need to, to beat Ballygunner. But they are motoring along nicely and building nicely. They're, they're, they're getting there and... Um, um, I, there is definitely another notch in 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 in, in oh, the Pearshig. I have no doubt about it, and 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 particularly if you look at them in the in in the in the in the second half when they had the game put to bed, Jack, um, 
you know, there, there's no question about it, but they, that, they, that they laid off a bit. Had the game been tight, would Kilmallock have got the two late goals? No, they wouldn't, Jack. No, probably um, not. Yeah, uh, so, um, uh, like, yeah, I am. No, if, if you look at, uh, at, um, at, um, if you bring it down to individuals and, uh, yeah. and the personnel that there's, are involved, there's a lot of them. <coughs> you go one to 15, um, on, 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 on the Napierce team, like, you know, they're laden with medals, Jack, and laden with all Ireland medals. Like, you will, I don't know who, an inspirational captain. You have the cases, you, you, you have the Boylan's, Adrian Breen, Kevin Downs, you know. The, the, the names just roll off Ronan Lynch, Cahal King, who captained them, um, Napierschick to an All Ireland win. Um, you know, all these soccer players, um, uh, top, 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 top class players. Um, Dahi Dempsey, you know, a goal king, absolutely fantastic player. Um, All Ireland medals to show for it as well. Um, so. Yeah. Um, uh, like, a real firepower there, you know, and a, a lot of those the, players the, you the mentioned firepower, are phenomenal. And um, um, like I, I saw them in the league, Jack, and I saw their, their preparation for the league. When I say the preparation, I saw the warm up, and I, I was just taking note of it. And I said to myself, "This isn't the this is the warm up of a team that you know has loftier ambitions than winning a Limerick senior hurling league." <laughs> and and on, on the night in which they blew a dare away in the final and at most there was only seven players that I could count that would possibly be on the on their championship team and that's how it transpired. But they they, they have such firepower and and um, like you guys you, you the lesser known lights in like you've Emmett McAvoy coming through as an exceptionally good player, Jack. Um, Mike Foley is having a fantastic season. Willem Hinn. Like Keith Dempsey, if, if, if you talk of the lesser-known lights, even Condon and Goal, you know, um, where is the weakness? I ask myself. <laughs> you know, hasn't been, hasn't been found as of yet. But the like, yeah. like it's the, like looking for a needle in a haystack, a weakness in the Napierce team and squad. You know. Yeah, because as you fair, in, like last year, obviously they were beating my Parkswell in the semi-final, but without the Casey brothers. You know, that's fair. Ballygunner were the last team to beat him at full strength, you know, in 2018. They obviously have their number in, in some regard. And if you go through the Ballygunner team, they have so many names that stick out. Like so the, the Mahonies, Parry, um, Philip, Kevin. You have young Patrick Fitzgerald, who's a r- real star in the rising. Daisy Hutchinson is one of the best club players in the country, I think it's fair to say, every year. Harry Ruddle, who got the goal last year, has, has got a number of goals this year as well. So, I mean... You have Stephen O'Keefe, you have Ian Kenny, you have Peter Hogan, you have Barry Coughlin. But, yeah. but, 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 but while Limerick were winning All-Ireland finals, these were losing semi-finals and finals. I know, but they did they did get over the line in an All-Ireland last year. I know they left it late mm. against Ballyhale, but they do have very recent experience. Um, you know, this... Look, Jack, I'm, I'm, I'm not playing down Ballygunner for one minute. They're, they're formidable. Like, you don't win nine Watford championships in a row and not be a formidable side. And and um, the, the level of backup they have <coughs> is that they've won the intermediate championship in, 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 in Watford as well. But the, um, the Pearson are only one game away from doing that in Limerick. But, um, Two powerhouses, look, I think it's it's fair to say, of Munster and not only of Limerick and Watford, 
respectively, but of Munster Hurling, you know, you mentioned the preparation for Napiershig and you just look at them as as a side. They're physically they're an intercounty team, you know, they've sprinkled with intercounty talent. But I think Ballygunner are similarly talented and and on this journey that you know Napiershig won four Munsters in seven years. Ballygunner are are aiming to do something similar to that. They've won they won in eighteen, they won in twenty twenty one, you know, yeah. they won in All Ireland as well. Very similar trajectory to where Napiershig were. Um, it's a day you wouldn't want to be a back, Matt, when you look at the firepower on either side. Um, Absolutely, like should it, 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 it's the meeting of the of the Munster Club Titans. This is, and mm. <coughs> they have a they have they have the record to show for it. And um, no, I'm not detracting for one minute from 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 Ballygunner, but um, I I I think they're going to, to to face much more formidable Limerick champions than. Than they did with Kilmallock last year, who hit a bad off, uh, who hit an off day now in fairness in the Munster final. That's that's fair to say. They just didn't get going. And I think Ballygunner were as well were on a mission. You know, yeah. they were on a mission, you know, less than 12 months ago. It was in it was in January. But the way you're talking, you know, I, I will ask you for a prediction on this game. You do seem to be edging towards Napiersig. Yeah, I'm I'm edging towards Napiersig. I'm expecting Napiersig to win, Jack. And um, I, you know, I won't hide it, not apologize for it. Uh, from from what I have seen, um, from what I have seen this year, I've been hugely impressed with Napiersig. And if 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 you analyze, um, if you analyze their um, their side, Jack, and go through it, um, it, it 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 will take an exceptional club team to beat them. And um, yeah. now I know about I know Barry Gunner on that. And there, there's going to be very, very little in it on the day now. There's going to be very, very little on it on the day. But I think the Piercing have the wherewithal um, to to just get over the line. Now it's the fifth time, Jack, 2011, that they have met in the club championship. Mm, yeah. And Ballygunner, or sorry, the Piercing have won, won the first three. They won a quarter final in Walsh Park in 2011, and they've won two subsequent monster finals. Um, like the only flying behindment as far as Napiersig is concerned was the 2018 Munster final. <coughs> which um, I think they were they were I was at that game. They were definitely below par that uh, Kevin Downs got a goal straight away. And sometimes mm. getting a goal can kind of seem to, to shake a team and it seemed to that uh Napiersig um on that day. Mm. This is actually the first time Napiersig left home advantage in the fifth meeting. Now the fair three does were in simple stadiums, so they're all they're all neutral. But if you were to put a point difference on it, Matt, because I'll keep a track of this. I'd say Napiershik by about three. By three. I'll I'm gonna say Napiershik by two. I think they'll be ahead and then they'll get a late one to consolidate the position. But I'm really, really looking forward. Oh to look, this it, game. It, 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 it it is it is a great absolutely and Jack, whoever will win it, you know. They're going to, pro- to they're going to provide some some obstacle um, to um, Saint Finbar's and Barrier's um, ambitions of winning a monster championship. Yeah, I'll ask you about that game as as well, Matt, because obviously the, it will be the winner of Barrier and Saint Finbar's that will play either Ballygunner or Napiershig in the final. You know, a game like Napiershig Ballygunner, you just automatically think it's a final, but it is a semi final, and you know there'll be another obstacle for whoever comes through that game. The meeting of the Clare and the Cork champions, the Adrian O'Brien Derby, if if you wish. Um, you know, two good teams as well, Matt, from from what oh, I've seen yeah. so far this year. Ballet obviously have huge pedigree in Munster, 
they won in was it 16 got to the Ireland final and St Finbar's obviously had a brilliant car campaign you know neither of them will be pushovers yeah well the bars only came out in Cork for the first time since 1993 Jack and of course when it comes to club championships the bars hold a unique record of they and they alone are the only club that have won the Munster uh, sorry the All-Ireland Senior Clubs hurling and football championships they've won a couple of football championships but um, it, <coughs> it's a long long time since 1993 for the bars to be away from the um, um, from the limelight and from the Munster campaign, but they will they they will be very very formidable, Jack. And they 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 have a team that has been painstakingly built over the last couple of years, and a number of good young players that um, some of them who have been flirting with being on the Cork senior panel, and they had a number of players, the likes of Ethan Toomey and those who won All Ireland under twenties with Cork, and you you'd have stars like um, David Callan and of course Jack Callan and. Um, you know, Bill Hennessy, they 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 have um um they they will be formidable, but you know, I, I don't think they will relish too much having to travel to Ennis to play Ballier, who are one of the great who, who you know who are you know they, 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 Ballier are, are true are going through a great spell in Clare, of course, and they, they have among their ranks a certain Mr. Kelly, like you know, yeah. um which can uh, potential match winner on his own look. This this is a mouth-watering um, um, semi-final as well, and um, like it might be tended to be overshadowed by the fact of the the meeting of Ballygunner and and the Piercey. But this this in its own right, Jack is is, is has the makings of a, of, of a cracker, and um, I, I I think the Mars will will probably do well to come out of it. Yeah, I I think they will win. To be honest. Um, yeah, well, yeah, we, I, I think they, they possibly they, they may be good enough to win, um, but I, you know, Carlos. they'll have, they'll have it all done when they have Ballier beat. I, I, Jack, I, um, yeah, just just about shaded for the bars. For the bars, yeah, I'm 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 thinking the bars as well myself. Yeah. Um, obviously Ballier have all the pedigree, but I just think yeah. sometimes when a team has been away for so long that they're just desperate to get. Um, to get that Munster win, so both going to Bars, both going to Piercig. Won't be surprised to see a belly gunner belly a final in, in any way, shape, or form. No, um, no, look, that, that, that's the intrigue of it, Jack. And that, that, that is the beauty of the four that have come through you, you, you know, um, picking a combination like there are, there are a number of combinations of what the likely final might be. You know, it could be the Piercig, I wouldn't. I wouldn't back up what we have what we have there. Um, but obviously that's not the senior isn't the only show in town by any means. We obviously have intermediate and junior um both of them throwing at quarter past one on Saturday. In Kilmaloc, Monoline will have Limerick home advantage, I suppose, when they play St. Joseph's Dora Bearfield. Obviously, Dora Bearfield have had a game under their belt. They beat Kilgarvan um in the quarter final. Monoline haven't played since they beat Brough. In uh, in Kilmallock, you know, three weeks ago, but Monoline were good that day. You know, um, did a really good campaign, topped the Premier Intermediate Group, won the championship, and they'll they'll be gunning for this game. You know, they won't have any fear for uh, Dora Bearfield. They won't, Jack, and um, by coincidence, um, it's 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 Monoline's second time in this competition, and um, just to give you a background and. Um, um, 
when they well, previously in it in 2016, um, they met and beat St. Joseph's Dora Bearfield yeah, in, 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 in the Gaelic grounds. Um, now that, that's going to count for very, very little on, on, on Saturday. Um, I'm going out to that game and I'm really looking forward to it because, yeah, look, Jack, there isn't a question about it. The, the Mona Lean team that has been promoted is measurably, immeasurably better than the Mona Lean team that has been relegated. Um, they have regrouped spectacularly. They have an influx of very, very good young players, which they have used judiciously. And um, you, 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 you have, you have, um, you, 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 you have you, the old hands, as it were. And even though they're not old, um, you have the like of Larkin Lines at centre back, who is captain the side, Ed Dial, up, up, up at full forward, and you have these guys nurturing along the young players and. Um, you know, Andrew Latouche Cosgrave, of course, who missed most of the year through injury, is is um, from a Munster Championship bid, um, is, is just making it back at, at just the right time because he, he made a cameo appearance and an effective cameo appearance, I thought, Jack, in the Munster, yeah. in, the, in, in, in the county final. was very, very unlucky um, that didn't have a goal to his name. He had a point because... Um, Eric, Fli Eric um, Finn spectacularly deflected it over the bar, but you'll have that kind of experience. But um, uh, St. Joseph's Tour of Airfield, Jack, of course, are a club with a, with a bit of a tradition, um, and, and a, a tradition that was founded and garnered by the emergence of, and I suppose, of, of three of the game's greatest players at the one time when they had Shawnee McMahon, James O'Connor, and Ali Baker who helped them to win the, the Munster Senior Championship, uh, Clubs Championship in 98 and 99, and the ultimate prize of all in 1999. <coughs> so they will be coming from that bit, that that tradition, but it, 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 it's a long time ago. And by coincidence, Shawnee McMahon was centre back on that team back in 1998, 99, when I would write Shawnee McMahon, one of the best centre backs I ever saw, Jack. And yeah. um, by coincidence, his son is centre back on 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 the current team. Okay. So, uh, um, look, it, it 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 is set up for a very very good game, and um, uh, Saint Joseph's will will have benefited somewhat from had a quarter final experience um, uh, game. But I, I I'm very hopeful, Jack, for Monaghan in this one. Yeah, I'd I'd be hopeful them as well. I think the main thing is they're a much better side. This year than they were last year, I think you know a lot of teams when they go go down, if they can just get a run of wins under their belt, it can really improve them. And you, you as you said, that influx of young players, I'd I'd be confident in Monlean to to reach a Munster final. Um, that game has been streamed live on Munster GA TV. If you want, if you can't get out to Kilmallock, um, at the same time, uh, St. Kieran's begin their quest for another Munster final. Ten years on from when they reached it in 2012 and, and lost Kildallery. They play a banner side um, that beats um, also be carry opposition in the in the quarter final. I think it was the Shane Meehan score. I think he scored two twelve out of two fifteen against Kilgarvan Kerry champions. You know, and they were Kerry intermediate champions. Whereas this is a junior competition, so to come through a Kerry team, um, you know, like Saint Joseph's Dora Bearfield did as well, will be difficult. But Saint Kieran's again are a way better team this year than they were last year when they reached the junior final. So, again, you'd have 
you'll be very confident in St. Cairns, I think. Yeah, and whatever whatever um, David Clifford can do, Shane Behan can do better when it comes to the scoring stakes. But uh, you, you're absolutely right. He got 212 in the semi final out of 215, was it? Um, 211 yeah. out of 215. Um, <coughs> yeah, St. Kim's a very seasoned Jack. And um, I, I, I was just um, comparing the squad that uh, were beaten that day in Mallow, which were very, very unlucky, Jack. Um, uh, to, to lose that game, and it, it, it was a game on which which they lost. Um, uh, Donny Nolan, uh, as early as I'd say the tenth, first 10 15 minutes, and he was their scorer in chief at the time. And happily, he's back and he, he's he's around. But they have about 10 players, Jack, from that from that era, from that feature that day, actually, in, in the game against Kildare, who are still around, and that brings a huge, huge wealth of experience. Yeah. Uh, back then, they, they 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 did it the hard way. They they beat the Tipperary champions. I think they were Kil Kilshiel and In the quarter final, they beat the Kerry representatives. Was it Causeway in the semi final? It was Ken Mayer Shamrocks. I was only looking at this. Ken Mayer you're right. Ken Mayer And and they lost that that final by two points to Kildare. Now Kildare on the day got an exceptionally good goal. Um. Uh, which was probably worthy of winning any game, but um, uh, St. Kim's really very, very, very unlucky towards towards the end there that they, 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 that, that that they could have snatched it. Now, I I, I saw St. Kim's a couple of times last year in the in the um, in in the Limerick Championship. I have to say, Jack, and I, I think I said it here last week. I was surprised that they were beaten in the county final <coughs> last year, but. You know, it may not have been the worst thing that happened to them because they're refocused and they certainly have come back a much better team, Jack, a much more stronger, oh. um, a much, much, much more, um, a much better unit altogether um, this year. They obviously have learned from it. They have they have tweaked around the positions of, 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 of some of their players. And and um, they 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 are they are really really formidable, and I I think they're really geared up for this one, and um, uh, like they will be they will be calling on all the experience. Like they they've gone through the Limerick Championship, Jack, and let's face it, the Junior A Championship in Limerick is of a decent standard, Jack, a very decent standard, but to get through it is there's a bit of a minefield, and there's a few mines to be to be negotiated there. But they've done it spectacularly, Jack, with eight wins from eight to win it. You can't argue with a team that plays no. eight, wins eight, and um, walk away with the cup. They're well entitled to it. And um, they, they, they will come into this game with with, with, with considerable momentum from, from that. And and they, 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 they will also come in with the mission, Jack, that for most of the, for at least 10 of the players, I reckon, and I'm not going to name them here now, but I can, I, I can, I have them on the top of my head of who, who featured that day and who will be involved again at the weekend. You know, once the championship is a bit of an unfinished business from, for them. Mm. You know, and I, I think that I, I think they're up for it. Um, not, notwithstanding the threat of Shane Meehan, and and, and I'm, I'm, I'm sure that the, the, the management team in in um, in, in, in Saint Kieran's will, will will be working overtime in the coming. Um, you know, in the lead up to to, to to Saturday's game, to ensure that the Clare, um, the current Clare senior player is, is well policed. 
I think St. Kieran's are up for it. I think they're good enough to to, to qualify for a Munster final. <coughs> yeah, I I think we could we could very easily have three Limerick teams in a Munster final this weekend. Um, mm. you know, Kieran's do have the players to shut down a player like Shane Meehan, but sometimes those exceptional players can win a game single handedly as he did in the quarter final. Oh. But I would I would be confident for both yeah. Monoline and Kieran's. Um yeah, Jack, the McCarthy brothers formed form the, 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 the backbone, the, the spine of the, of, of, of the, of the St. Kieran's defence party at fullback and Brendan at centre-back. They're going to be a match for anybody. And they, oh. won't, be the slight, they, they won't be the slightest phased by, 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 by Shane Me, and they will deal with it. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm more confident for Kieran's and Moline than I am for Napierce. But I am, I am confident in all three of them. Um, you know, it'd be great to see three Limerick. I don't know. Can you remember the last time there was three Limerick teams in Munster finals? Has it happened before? No, I can't check you. Well, you have you have me stumped. You have me stumped. Uh, yeah, I don't think I don't think so. I think there was maybe a year was it 2012 that when Kieran got the final. I think the, the intermediate champions got to the. I could be wrong now, but I don't think there's been a case where you've had three Limerick teams getting to Munster final. But look, Limerick are the team to beat on inter-county scale. So unfortunately, Jack, I can remember I can remember a year or two at seven the three Limerick teams went out at the first hurdle, like but um that's bottom under the bridge now, and that's that's that that that, that are the, those are days that are not to come back. But um um yeah, it, it would certainly be a fantastic a, a fantastic win by um um come what three o'clock tomorrow we 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 will have two legs of it over anyway, and we 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 will know. Yeah, look, we'll be confident and we'll be we'll be hopeful. Um, on this this Sunday, we've two Limerick finals down for decision as well. We have the Junior B and the Premier Twenty One Hurling Championship finals. We'll start with the Junior B, Dune versus Bruff. Um, two sides that have have been good this year. Bruff have been very very good. Um, obviously lost last year's final. They're they're one game away. From, from winning the grade, and we've seen that, and I mention it every week because it happens nearly every week, that a team coming back from losing the final to win it, but um, facing a formidable Dune side in the final. Yeah, and I, I suppose when you speak about the Dune team, Jack, it has to be remembered that this is Dune's third team. Yeah. It, give, it gives, gives, gives you an idea of the amount of activity that's going on in that GA club and the amount of good work that is going on and the amount of players at their disposal, like, and um, it's it's do not just not fulfilling fixtures in the various competitions. They're competing at the at the at concluding stages, as we saw in the senior hurling championship, as we saw in the junior championship, where they reached the knockout stages of, of the junior A championship, and now they're through to the junior B, the the, the junior B final, and they they obviously they they will be hoping. Um, to, to end the season with with um with some silverware, but they they face us a rough side as you rightly said there that will, you know, are are hurting from the fact that um, they lost the final last year. <coughs> they would have gone into the final last year as favourites against Blackrock, but Blackrock overturned them in 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 the final, and um, have Blackrock have since gone on to play Junior A and survived in Junior A for the first year, which is. Which is usually a challenge for a for a promoted side, but um, yeah, it's going to be a very very interesting final, Jack. I, I look, I I just couldn't call it. I'd say it's a it's a title that's up for grabs. 
Now, because obviously I didn't get the opportunity to see either side, but just a small little background. Whoever wins it will will represent Limerick in the Munster um, and All Ireland Club Series in Kilidi in December, which will be coming up now. The the, the Leinster leg of <coughs> of the Kilidi tournament, and I know we'll be talking about it in greater length um, in the coming weeks. Um, it, it it is the biggest ever, Jack. The 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 the, the Kilidi tournament this year. Um, the Kilidi All-Ireland, Munster, Leinster and All-Ireland competition. It, it, it's biggest with no fewer than 17 counties, Jack, mm. which is absolutely phenomenal. And it's absolutely credit to the Kilidi Club and to those that are involved in organising it and organising it to such a high standard. Um, it's absolutely fantastic. And just, just while we're on that, um, uh, only one Limerick club, has won the All-Ireland in Kilidi, and that is Dune. They, they have won it. Now, they didn't win the Munster Championship that year, but uh, as you know, the system in Kilidi is that the provincial finalists um, go through to contest in the All-Ireland semi-finals. And they, they came back through the All-Ireland semi-final and final. Now, they're the only club to win the the, the, the All-Ireland series in Kilidi. Now, there's a number of clubs have won the Munster um, um, Cap Moore <coughs> one most recently they were beaten by I'll get and Brian in the um, final um, St Mary's Raquel certainly won the Munster they were mm. beaten by St Martin's Kenny I think in the final so I, I think there may be one or two others that have won the Munster Championship but um, I'm only just mentioning that in the context of, of, of the um, the Juno B final in, in that um were doomed to get to um, were they to get through on Sunday and get on to Kilidi, um, could they be about to repeat, you know, and become um, bring a second title back to Limerick? But look, uh, there's a lot of water to flow under the bridge in the meantime, Jack. And um, that, uh, that is for another day. But on Sunday, um, we have a repeat of uh, of what was arguably one of the best Premier Minor finals ever played three years ago between Bally Brown and Mungret St. Paul's. And I suppose <coughs> from the start of this competition, Jack, um, the general feeling would be that that um, these were the likely finalists if they avoided each other in the knockout stages, and, and that they did. And um, they will resort to Paddy Carroll Park on Saturday, on Sunday at 2 o'clock. It's unfortunate that it's clashing with the, the, the Pearson game or almost clashing with it. Um, for what should be an absolute cracker, it 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 it, it will be part two, Jack, of, of of what has been a classic contest between these two sides. And you know there are going to be some big names on both sides. You have the Barry Duffs and you have the Liam Lynches and Aidan Munger St. Paul's. You have the Colin Cochran's, Aidan O'Connor, Barry O'Connor, and you know it's 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 um. It's 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 an under twenty one final, Jack. A premier under twenty one final with a stellar cast. Yeah, definitely. Know. And um, you 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 would, would certainly hope for a for a, for a great final. Yeah, it, I was at the the Dune game or the Munger St Paul's game against Dune on Monday evening. Um, I had probably I probably thought Dune were going to win the competition out. I said Dune, Munger, and Belly Brown were the favourites, but um, Munger were brilliant on Monday night. They've an awful lot of experienced players that played senior Ireland this year. You named a couple. Um, 
And obviously, they have a couple of lads that won a 17s title, the likes of uh, Fintavis Sherl and Kim Maloney and them. So, a really balanced side is what I'd say. Um, Liam Lynch would be one of the key players, but he's only come back from injury. I think uh, Monday was his first time starting. So, very balanced team across the board. And then Belly Brown obviously have an All-Ireland winner and Colin Cochran, that you mentioned. But they've won they won the minor B, followed by the, the minor A two years in a row, and they won the under-19s last year. So, they're going for a, this group of players going for a fifth mm. title. In a row, which and they've backboned the senior side as well. They played in round two. I think there was a two points in it. You mentioned that minor final from two two years ago. Then I think Bally Brown pulled away in the end. I think it was three twenty three to twenty or something. But real rivalries. Um, the Munger boys will be keen to get one back from that senior loss they suffered in the group stages. They obviously never played the county cup final, so <laughs> they'll have to play that next spring as well. But really interesting game, you know, doing the Pearshig kind of have dominated this competition over the last decade or so you know doing it one three in a row the Pierce won seven in a row so it'll be good to see a new name on the on the trophy relatively new name but it should be a really interesting game on Sunday in Ballygrand if if you were to call it Matt I haven't seen any of them Jack you have an advantage on me there you know um I, I, I think the return of Liam Lynch is a massive boost um we, we we saw what he did last year and, you know, before he suffered that injury. Um, hugely influential player. Um, I, I'd probably lean towards Paddy Brown, Jack. Yeah. From what I'm hearing, I'd just probably lean. <coughs> but I'd be reluctantly leaning. Yeah, they've huge or experience. Cautiously huge experience. leaning, Jack. Sorry? Or cautiously leaning. I'll go the other way then, just to go the other way. But they do have a lot of experience in finals, um, Ballet Brown. Um, it'll be interesting. And from what I can gather, majority of both teams, they've they they have a lot of players underage again next year. So um wouldn't be surprised to see them in the in the final again next year. But that's two o'clock this Sunday in Ballygran is the the un, premier under twenty one scene or premier in Harland final in Ballet Brown and Mungert St. Paul's. Uh before we finish Matt, um, John Kiley got more recognition during the week and thoroughly deserved. I think it's Dr. John Kiley now, I think is his official title, but he was one of a number that were honoured in, in UL, I think on Tuesday afternoon, got an honorary doctorate. And and true to the men, he was very quick to, to claim that it was recognition based off the Limerick Harlan team's performances. But, you know, Declan Hannon says every year in, in in the whole on the steps of the Hogan stand that John Kiley is the kind of glue that binds it all together. We know where he were before he came involved, even ever outside of the senior hurling team. But when he made that call in 09 and, and helped to get a Munster title in 13 and 21s and 15, and eventually that that breakthrough in 2018. But and more recognition for, for Dr. John Kiley and thoroughly deserved. Oh, richly deserved, Jack. Um, any. Uh, any accolade that would come John Kiley's way um, wouldn't be enough for me because um, I, <laughs> as somebody that has painstakingly lived through the bad days of Limerick GA um, to see what John Kiley has done has done for Limerick Hurling, to see what he's done for the morale of this county, Jack, um, is, is just absolutely fantastic and Congratulations, John. It, it is absolutely nothing more than you deserved. And he, he's already the second most successful senior hurling manager of all time. 
and um, he has four senior. He's 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 a five times All Ireland, an All Ireland winner, Jack. Yeah, one under one under twenty one and four senior, and you haven't seen you ain't seen anything yet, I think, but absolutely fantastic, Jack. <coughs> rich, rich, richly deserved, and and um, uh, you know, just uh, Jack. You know the way John Kiley, um represents himself and his county, Jack, is absolutely phenomenal. I thought. Um, I thought Jack, and I, I said it to him since I, I happened to meet him. Um, I thought his interview at the All Stars was something absolutely fantastic, T just typical of the man. And and um, look, John, he he he's he's such a credit to to he's such a credit to everybody, to himself, to his family, to Galbley, to Limerick. You know, heartiest of congratulations to John. Any accolade that comes your way, I always want more. For, for you because you deserve it. Yeah, definitely, definitely deserving it. And and before we go, I suppose there was a picture doing the rounds of St. Francis Boxing Club um of Aaron Galan, Keen Lynch and Kyle Hayes um in their trend. I don't know if you saw it, but we I all did. know we all know the the impact that you know the, the boxing trend had in late 2017, early 2018. Mm. Um it doesn't bode well for the other counties that the boys are back in there in a pre-season regime that has worked so well over the last few years. And like, to be fair to these players, they've won a third All-Ireland in a row. They could have taken their time. They could have taken the entire rest of the year off once their clubs are finished. But credit to the players, they're back in trend already. Yeah, but Jack, this is why they're special, you know. They, 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 this is, it's, uh, 2023 All-Ireland final is unfinished business, even though they've won three in a row, you know. Um, they. <coughs> this is this is what makes them great. Mm. You know, they they they're on the threshold of being the greatest team that ever played the game. Yeah, and, definitely. Um, and you know, you, know, you, could, you could make the case already. To be fair, you know, but I don't think, judging by the players themselves, I don't think they're they're happy with where it is at the moment. And you know, they've no, often mentioned, no. you know, not not really to live in the moment, not to dwell. And what they've achieved, they can do that when they're older and they're sitting down on the high stool. But for now, there doesn't and seem to be. And then I will come on and say to me, you know, you said they're the greatest team of all time. Why, why, what about Cork? What about Kilkenny? What about Tipperary? What about them? I said. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I'd be, I'd be, and we've commented in here, PJ Lackey is saying they are the greatest. And, and you're saying there's more to come that when all is said and done, I think it could be a case that there, there is no there's no team that oppose them in that regard they will go down as the greatest but that's that's all ahead of us you know we are in the middle of the club Munster Championships once they come to conclusion it'll be full steam ahead for McGrath and Munster Hurling Cup and then you'll have the league and before we know it we'll be in the Munster Championship Matt but uh, we, we wish the best of luck to the clubs in the Munster Championship at the moment I think that's that's the main thing you wanted to come in with something there I do just two or three small points, Jack. First of all, congratulations to Oddskull Reach on um, winning the, the Dean Ryan Cup. Um, yeah. uh, that that augurs well again for Limerick for the future and congratulations to him and wishing them the best of luck as our sole representatives in the Hartley Cup quarterfinals, which they, which they reached during the week. Now, since our last podcast also, Jack, and I omitted to, to mention it to you off-air, um, the Ray Dimsey's Limerick Senior Football Management Team has been completed. Oh, yeah. 
yeah, yeah. And and um, thankfully, you now Anthony Mahara and uh, Mark Fitzgerald is coming in from from um, Kerry. Um, Anthony Mahara, all Ireland winner, is coming in as coach. But um, it, it's worth noting that 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 there is a considerable Limerick input in their own joy, and um, Mike Downey are among those that are coming into his backroom team. So we we, we were left wondering what um, who if and um, what input there would be from Limerick and, and um certainly that it, it it's great to see that that Owen Joy and, and um Mike Downey are and John are, Chalk as well. Pardon? And John Chalk as well. Yeah John Chalk is coming as 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 um goalkeeper as goalkeeping coach and of course John has been has been involved before both as a goalkeeper and I think he was part of Billy Lee's background team but you know, it, it, it's great to see men that that um, like you know we we know what Chalky has uh, has achieved with, with um, Kildare Palace Kenry Hurlers, but like um, like he he guided Kildare Palace Kenry to an intermediate football championship last year. Mike Downey, for instance, guided um, um, Fianna Kilmeady to the to um, Junior A football championship honours last year, and to the threshold of Premier. Um, junior honours this year when they were beaten by Castle Mahan in the final. He's the manager of 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 um, of um, Fianna Kilmeady. So and um, Mike has been around the Limerick football scene for for quite a while, and I'm delighted to see On Joy come on board. Um, on Joy was probably Jack, um, one of the most talented footballer this 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 county produced for quite a while until until his career got blighted by injury. Um, but um. There are few people that I know in Limerick that are more passionate about about the game of football and and about football for his club and football for his county than Owen Joy. And then I'm, I'm I'm delighted to see Owen on 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 in 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 the backroom team. So like we we were considerable, we were wondering what the Limerick element would be. And um, I I, I think Brad Dimsey in his first big call as Limerick manager and taking over the mantle from Billy Lee, which are which are huge boots to fill. Um uh, I I think he's got the first call dead right. Yeah, it's a, it's a really exciting background team. I think it is to say the least. Um we've 75 minutes on the clock, Matt. I think we'll leave it there. Obviously over the course that time went through an awful lot of things. Um the best to look to the three teams in Munster Championship action this weekend. We obviously have the 21s Premier Harland final and also the Junior B Harland final as well. So the best look to the, the four sides competing there. A huge thank you to everyone for listening and tuning in. Make sure if you're watching um, online, make sure to like and subscribe because there's plenty more content to, to come. And a huge thank you to you, Matt, as always, for giving your in-depth analysis. We'll be back next week to look forward to some some Munster Club football action and to preview or to review the Munster Harland Club championship action. So a big thank you to you, Matt, and we'll talk soon. Thanks, Jack. Cheers. The in the game, we get all of it what you put into. It's like a walk of life. If you're good enough, go and get it, no more about it. But not so much control in the centre of the field from Kilkenny as Richie Bennett sends it high and over the bar. Your mother sends you down to the shop for a pound worth of goods and she gives you 50 pence. You can't get the pounds worth of goods, can you? Just about kept in. Oh, well, Shawnee Buckley. To do that to Tomas O'Shea, he deserves to score from here. One of the highlights the second game. out there from the world court today. No more about him. They made all the run. That was it. Put the ball over the barrel. The fact of it. And that's it. No ifs, no buts. Is there much time left? We have a couple of injuries. Here comes Tom Ryan.
sympathy in this game for anybody. 